0: hi everyone and thank you for checking out the dancing eyes podcast episode 2. my name is frankie caputo and this is a podcast where i talk to people with nystagmus about life for a while we talk about some of the ups the downs the good things the bad things and everything in the middle today my guest is haley in this episode we discuss her experience in law school and how nystagmus has affected other aspects of her life this episode is also available on YouTube if you'd prefer to watch the podcast instead of just listening to it. With all that being said, I hope that you enjoy and get something out of this episode. Now let's get on with the show. All right, cool. All right, cool. We have recording now. Great. <laughs> okay uh yeah hi everybody thank you for checking into the dancing eyes podcast this is episode two and i have Haley on here hi um so we met each other on reddit which is how i've, I've actually found a few other like people who are going to be on the podcast in the future that i met on reddit as well so that's like a pretty like the the subreddit for nice time is a pretty solid way of meeting some people on there um there's also, I don't know if you know, there's also a Discord as well. It's not as active, but there is a Discord mm-hmm. too. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I didn't know.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're just going to pretty much like go through some stories and, you know, share some back and forth on like like childhood and like how nystagmus has affected us and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it sounds great.
0: Sweet. So do you have any, um, well, I guess I would start with like on a scale of one to 10, how do you, how much you think nystagmus affects your life, like on a day-to-day basis?
1: Yeah, I think I have a relatively severe uh, case. I, um, I'm one that can't drive and I have a lot of trouble with depth perception and like doing things in straight lines. Um, so how much of that is nystagmus is a little unclear because I also have a Chiari malformation, which means that, um, my brainstem is kind of fusing into my spine is actually what it is. And so there are some weird um, vision stuff that can come up from that. And I've also got strabismus and uh, Same. all the. Oh yeah. Have you had surgery?
0: I've I had um, like a no point correction surgery when I was 13 and okay. it actually straightened it out a little bit, but it's not fully straight, but you know, it's a little better. Yeah. What about yeah, you? I've
1: had both sides shortened. Yeah. Um, the inner muscles and the outer muscles, because <laughs> I had going too far apart and then going too far together,
0: <laughs> um, oh so like it was too far apart, and then they went to to fix it, and then they they like overcorrected it
1: well they I do believe they overcorrected the second uh time, but so the the first time I was about four and I was seeing double all of the time and like all of the time running into walls, which now it's maybe like once a week. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And then when I was 18, I was feeling like I couldn't follow a line in a, on text. And they thought maybe it was because they were pulling, because they, yeah, they cut the inner muscles the second time because they told me it was going to be worse. Not that I remembered that well. (laughs) Um, And that's because they were going too far out. Right. So they had to straighten it out to go closer. Okay.
0: So are you still seeing double at all or has that been taken care of?
1: I see double at certain angles. And then, you know, the more tired I am or, um, you know, activated, anxious, anything like that, the worse it is. But after surgery, I saw double a hundred percent of the time for like a week or two. It was so awful.
0: (laughs) Uh It was scary for me because I had never seen double first. Like I've never seen it before. I wasn't born with double vision and then I got the surgery and then boom, like double vision instantly. And then um, I had to actually wear prisms in my glasses for a while. And that. Okay.
1: Yeah. I had prisms before I had surgery. And then after, I guess I was still wearing them. They didn't give me new glasses immediately or anything like that. So I was in high school, uh, my last semester of high school and I had people leading me around the hallways.
0: <laughs> Just, oh.
1: How did were you in school or was it during the summer when you got it?
0: So I got it um in August. So it was right at the end of summer, right before right before school season
1: started. Yeah. So, so you yeah. didn't have to like navigate the halls or anything like that. Thankfully
0: not. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I went back to school. I had an academic team competition I wasn't willing to miss. So I went
0: right there you back go. to
1: school and um <laughs> trooper yeah
0: (laughs) yeah so how bad do you say like how bad would you say your vision is
1: now um i mean it's pretty bad i can't see very far away and you know they say that with uh like higher levels of schooling it gets harder and harder with each one because your eyes get tired faster and so now i'm in law school my eyes get tired pretty fast um so I would say, I mean, if we want a scale of one to ten, I would say like seven.
0: Well, unlike um, so for me, um, well, I I got LASIK recently, but before okay. the LASIK, I was um, like without glasses, I was twenty two hundred, and then oh yeah yeah classes, I was like twenty sixty.
1: Yeah, that's about that's about what I am now. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'm like twenty. 20- seventy one eye twenty sixty the other eye with glasses
0: I'm probably right yeah. around there
1: yeah, without I, last last time I got without uh tested at all, I was in what eighth or ninth grade, and I was trying to get a physical to be on the swim team at like this physical night that they had at the high school, so they just had nurses like cranking people through so everybody could get it done. Mm-hmm and they did a vision test and they were like, you are not okay. <laughs> I was like, no, I know, like, I know.
0: I know and- that they do the thing, they shake, I get yeah. it.
1: Yeah, they were freaking out. And then they they didn't clear me to play sports. They were like, you, I don't think it's a good idea. And so I had to go like the whole physical night Time-saving thing did not work out because I still had to go to my doctor and like get my eye doctor to give a doctor's note. Yeah, you had to get a stuff. note for
0: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had to do that before. I used to play football when I was younger, uh-huh. and I had to get a note from my doctor to to let them put me on the team. I actually yeah. wore I actually wore glasses underneath my helmet. And I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I looked I looked so dorky. I I um they were actually like Gucci glasses too and everybody would call me gucci that, that was my nickname <laughs> That's so funny. yeah great so,
1: did you were you not about contacts then
0: oh it's like a i was gonna say it's like a love-hate relationship with them but it's actually really not it's mostly just a hate relationship <laughs> just because they've always i anytime i was recommended a pair of contacts it was always like the hard permeable glass lenses
1: oh no oh.
0: And <laughs> they're like off. these small these small little lenses and you can't bend them they're like literally like
1: hard. no actually i know about them because my grandma was one of the first to like test them uh, back in the 40s i think oh. uh, so she she got to be in on the Ground lucky lucky
0: her contacts.
1: Yeah. yeah well at the time nobody would have known cuz there weren't soft lenses so these were like the first contacts
0: oh they started off hard and then transitioned to soft oh i didn't even mm-hmm. know that yeah. okay yeah so like those were always recommended to me because supposedly they would they would stick with your eyes better during the movements and they would give you a clearer mm-hmm. uh they'd give you clearer vision okay and no, I do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so i at the time i was like 12 13 and i had never worn contacts before mm-hmm. and then my mom would have to put them in for me and then it would take her like an hour for each eye because i was so squeamish i didn't want anybody going anywhere near my eyes and um yeah, eventually I was good enough and I was able to get them in by myself. And they were just too painful. Like, I felt oh, them every second of the day.
1: Yeah. I'm sure. Super but... uncomfortable. Sorry, Philly. Uh,
0: oh, you're kidding. So what, what's, uh, uh, what's your relationship with contacts?
1: I did contacts in middle school and I just didn't love them. People would give me a hard time about uh, wearing them. Like they thought that it was like going back and forth bothered them. I think that I had just like, I had grown up with these kids. I had been wearing glasses with them for seven years. And so they're like, your face looks wrong. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then in high school, I got prism. So I wasn't uh, eligible for contacts anymore.
0: Oh, that's the, oh, right. Cause you can't get that in the contacts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I
1: did that's use true. soft shell, not hard shell. That sounds awful.
0: <laughs> oh, it was terrible. I wouldn't. I was, I was gonna say I wouldn't recommend it but it works out for a lot of people too I hear a lot of success stories with that it's just like I couldn't do it but mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah. can do it so teach their own yeah so, so earlier you were saying you don't drive right right yeah so how old were you when you learned that you weren't gonna be able to drive or was this kind of just a mindset that you were brought up with
1: yeah that's it sounds like it's familiar experience to you that I was sort of brought up to like be prepared to not be able to drive, which made it easier, but not that much easier when like mm-hmm. I was driving around the parking lot and my dad's like, no, that- <laughs> like <laughs> this isn't going to work. Sorry. Um, yeah. And yeah, so that's, that's basically that, but in the back of my mind for my whole life, I had it like, I prepared myself in that. I was like, okay, if I can't drive, I can't live in this city. Um, I can't live where my family lives because I w- won't be able to like be a professional and, you know, live my own life and do stuff that I want to do without like, you know, unless I think I'm going to be able to afford to Uber everywhere, which probably not. <laughs> um, yeah. It's crazy. So is that
0: why you're in Philly now? Cause you've only been in Philly for a year and a half, right?
1: Yeah, so my husband and I moved here for a law school. I go to the University of Pennsylvania Law School, um, which is where I always wanted to go. Philly was like the first city with public transit that I got to visit. Um, and when we were here, I was like 14, we were on like historical tour. And I like we didn't even take the metro or subway metro L there's a lot of interchangeable terms for it out here um, but we didn't even take it but I made us like go down and look at it because I was 14 and I was like I'm very excited about Yeah, because uh, I'm pretty sure that's the way it's going to have to go and uh, the funny thing about it is Philly is disgusting like our public transit is disgusting like it's nobody's dream is we, it? it's, yeah okay. I mean we have a trash problem we're not like our reputation is true that we're not like a put together city. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anything. So that's why
0: the reput- Eagles are the way that they are.
1: I I know it's not impossible. So yeah, that I was like, fell in love with it. I was like, this is so awesome. This is where I'm going to live. And also, you know, I'm really into the history and just thought it was cool. And then Penn was also my dream. So I just, My husband was great. He was like, follow your dream, do it. And that's where we'll go. His dream was New York, but we went to Philly and
0: a little bit of that. uh, The public transport over there is pretty good too.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's much better. (laughs) It's for sure much better. But (laughs) the other thing about that is like, I don't mind walking. Like I find it kind of empowering. Like taking public transit is great, but just going somewhere like of your own accord, um, so I walk a lot, I would walk a lot less in New York.
0: <laughs> good exercise.
1: Yeah. There you definitely. go.
0: Yeah. I'm over, um, well, in Georgia over here, the, the public transportation system is not very good. So yeah, that's, that's like, yeah. yeah, that's a goal of mine is to get somewhere where the public transport's yeah. better.
1: So you don't drive either?
0: No, I don't drive, but I actually, I, I have a driver's license. Like technically I could drive. I, so I wasn't actually uh, raised with the idea that I couldn't drive. It was just kind of something that I kind of started figuring out on my own as I Mm -hmm. got older. And I've um, like, I didn't get my license until I was 21. So just like a few months ago. So I, I've, um, I've driven a, like a few, like a handful of times. Mm -hmm. And um, I even, before I got my license, I took some driving lessons I mm-hmm. took three lessons with an instructor, okay. and I never actually well, the first time I drove, I kind of like ran into a mailbox, but it's not <laughs> it's not because I didn't see the mailbox, it's because I didn't know how to drive <laughs> it's because yeah. there was yeah. a car driving <laughs> there's a car like driving in my direction, and I wanted to avoid the car and i and I kind of like turned the wheel and then I hit a mailbox yeah. so yeah. so that, yeah. well, but,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, you did operating the vehicle was its own challenge.
0: Yeah, that was like, yeah. So people would think that it was because I couldn't see, but actually, it was because I just literally couldn't drive. But (laughs) yeah, um, I
1: mean, you're a lot of new drivers get it. (laughs) Sorry, I choked. A lot (laughs) of new drivers get into scrapes like that.
0: Yeah, but But the uh, the driving instructor said that that I was good to go. I just I just felt a little bit uncomfortable. I was like. Well, this actually brings me on to my next question. I, like to me, I would rather just have the car like drive me like with the new technology. Um, and, and Teslas are getting really good with the autonomous vehicles. Yeah. And so I'm kind of just waiting for the technology to get there mm-hmm. and then I'll just get oh, yeah. something like that. What do you think of something like that?
1: I mean, I think it's great. I think it's really empowering. I also think that like I always kind of bring up myself when people are questioning it from a policy perspective which you know in law school we talk about things from a policy perspective a lot but you sort of wonder about i mean first of all there's the question of the system um there's either like private ownership or it's not your car but there are cars going places all the time like autonomous ubers like most cars are autonomous ubers basically um So that's like one question all about the american dream and all that um but then i always bring up like okay so if we do this there has to be a fail safe because the the car companies aren't going to not have a fail safe it would be too risky for liability Mm -hmm. so then the question is do you have to have a license can you be drunk can you not see like who can you be five years old who gets to be riding around in this car by themselves? Right. And so I'm not, like, opposed to it. I think it would be great. I think it would be really empowering. I also have the American dream. I would love to own a car. That's my car. Like, that's how we are trained to think. Um, but I just have questions about it. But yeah. that's what I'm being trained to do is have questions about well, it. Well, yeah,
0: it's your occupation. Like, yeah. totally.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, like, what are kind of some of your – peer experiences in like elementary school or growing up
1: yeah so elementary school I had large print textbooks and I had a slanted clipboard and I had raised line paper so like learning to read and write I didn't realize how much harder I was working than everyone else and I got like stared at a lot um like people would just sort of it wasn't in a mean way but it was in a very fascinated way which is a challenge I don't know if you have a similar experience
0: well I feel like in elementary school it was more just like a fascination like whoa look at what Mm -hmm. your eyes are doing and then you know in middle school and in high school for me at least it would turn more to like a mean thing like more of a bullying like "Ha, his eyes do something that my eyes don't do so that's funny
1: so yours was more about like the physical rather than
0: the accommodations? Um, I So as far as like accommodations go, I just kind of sat in the front of class mm-hmm. and um, yeah. um, I sat in the front of the class and I went to a private school when I was a lot younger yeah. and they would have these projectors on the screen. And I actually think, I, I don't remember, I have to talk to my mom about this, but I think they were, that before I went there, they didn't have these, these projectors and then since I started going there they literally like started putting stuff on the projectors and then you could zoom in and then make it all you oh, know cool. yeah. easy to read and I would sit in the front and as far as like the textbooks go I just read the same textbook as everybody else I did put my head really close to it though like I'd put my yeah. head really close to it and, I, and then I would use you know my null point too so it, it was just like yeah. I was pretty much looking like like this yeah
1: I would do that sometimes too and still do with, um, do you ever like get, get caught or catch yourself doing that with a menu? Because it's, I guess now we're mostly on QR codes. So that's actually nice because I don't yeah. get stared at for doing like <laughs> I'm pretty,
0: I'm pretty mindful about my, um, my null point. Cause us, like, for me, at least, I didn't even know that I had a null point until people started bringing it up. Like I didn't know that I had to move my head in a certain way. That was yeah. just kind of the way that things were for me and I never thought anything different of it. And then people would make fun of me like, "Oh, like he's looking all the way this way." Or like, "Why is your head yeah. like this? And then that made me really mindful of it and then so mm. so now every time I look at something sometimes like I'm pretty cool with it now. I've gotten a lot yeah. more comfortable with my situation as the time, you know, has went. Mm. But yeah, I would I would always like keep my head straight and like try not to to move it as much as possible especially in high school
1: yeah yeah so it was definitely for you like it's a very like something so personal like yeah how how you look and how you're experiencing
0: the world and nystagmus uh, was like my whole um like my whole existence for a certain period not for too long but um It was either my freshman year or my sophomore year of high school. It was pretty much the only thing I would ever think about every day. And then it was um, like, you know, you're in high school, right? Like when I'm in high school, um, I didn't, when I was like a freshman or a sophomore, you don't like, I didn't have too many real friends. I didn't start getting those until later on. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it was mostly just like service level people and they would always be talking like mm-hmm. bad about it so to me that was just like anything that i would always think about yeah no, that's um,
1: awful yeah Yeah.
0: but that's so that's so was that the experience for you or is it different because for a lot of people it's like that
1: yeah i took no shit uh <laughs> i was kind of mean if people said anything and then they stopped uh so there you go that's yeah, like, for example, the, the biggest example is I was a senior in high school, I was taking calculus, and the teacher decided to write on the opposite board, and she just said real quick, like, I'll come catch you up. And some people are like, that in and of itself is a problem, she shouldn't be, like, singling you out, but I didn't see it that way, because I worked with her one-on-one a lot, because I wasn't good at calculus. <laughs> I was like, great, I will get the one-on-one help. That's a win-win. Um, and this kid was like, huh, how are you a National Merit Scholar if you can't even see? And I fully stood up in my chair and said, do you want to say that again? Um, that was the kind of shit that I put out in the world so that that shit did not happen That's to what me. you gotta
0: do. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's not, that's not anything that I really did until I got older. Like yeah, when I was a sophomore, I was just too scared to do that. But yeah. Good for you. The thing is, I'm not
1: the same way about, like, accommodations. I feel much more, like, when people are fascinated by them or I've had people, like, really point me out in public, I feel, like, less okay about just being like, hey, no, you don't get to do that. It, I feel, like, a lot more self-conscious about it, which is funny.
0: I <laughs> get it. Yeah. I've never like yeah like I said as far as the accommodations go I didn't I never really got much of it so I can't relate too much with that yeah
1: yeah it's just an interesting an interesting thing I can't really explain
0: so one of the things that I always run into is not always it's something that I've ran into I could probably count them on both of my hands where people see me and they think that I'm drunk or they (laughs) think that I'm high do you have any experiences like that
1: Yeah, so my best one is that in college, I started giving plasma um, to buy groceries and have, like, extra spending money. Mm -hmm. Um, I say that, like, I'm so disadvantaged, and now I just wanted to be able to have, like, a 100 bucks. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, I would go do that. And you have to start off, like, you have to see a nurse, like, it's a very serious, Because like you can have allergic reaction if you're drunk, it can be really bad for you uh, because you'll get super dehydrated and sick. And so they they take care of you. And so I was in the nurse's office like the first time I did it, and she's looking at me, talking to me, and she's like, "Okay, like what what's going on? Are you on meth?" And I was (laughs) like, "No, no, no, because first of all." The people around me were more likely to be on meth than they were to be like smoking weed or something. So I, was yeah. like, I see where you're coming from a little bit, but right. also no.
0: <laughs> I've so do you ever run into a nurse or a doctor who notices the nystagmus and they already like know what you've what, what you like what you've got going on?
1: Who already knows? Um, like they,
0: they see your eyes and they're like, oh, you've got nystagmus.
1: Oh no, I've never had that. I've had really? nurses and doctors be like, what's happening?
0: It's crazy. You don't, <laughs> so, like They're supposed to get taught about that.
1: I mean, I'm sure they are supposed to. Maybe I've just had bad doctors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've run into a few doctors and uh, slash nurses who have seen my eyes and they're just like, oh, you have nystagmus. And I say, yeah, yeah. And then that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah. That's nice though. That's so much better than the alternative of them. I'm worried about you. Um, yeah. Because, like, it's so bothersome to them when your vision isn't like correctable. And also, does this happen to you? Do you test better at the eye doctor than anywhere? Like vision tests?
0: Well, I don't do any vision tests that aren't at the eye doctor.
1: Okay. You just get a no every, no matter what.
0: Well, I don't need it for anything. Yeah. Like, nobody's ever actually asked me for um, a vision test not since i was in like in high school maybe like for sports stuff like that
1: maybe that was maybe yeah i guess the last time was for sports like in a regular physical they don't do it yeah yeah i guess it has been a long time i've also no i think part of it is i get tested for like accommodations at school so i have them more often oh okay i'm always worse on those
0: i got you so, do you ever feel like you kind of have, like, if you're meeting somebody new, do you ever feel like you have to bring up the eyes and be like, "Oh, by the way, like, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just like something that I was born with." Like, how do you go about that? Do you feel yeah. like the elephant in the room?
1: Um, no. Yeah, so, like I said, I'm kind of mean about it. Um, not not too mean, but a little bit. Um, so I won't say anything because I, like, I the thing is, I think it really, really affects me. Like my actual day-to-day experience is so impacted by what's happening with my vision. But in terms of like thinking about it, I only think about it when it, it is what's happening. Like it hurts or I can't get it to focus. Um, when I'm like meeting people, I don't expect them to say anything usually unless, uh, one, it comes up in conversation, like, we're having a good, you know, night, and um, we want to tell a story about it, my husband and I, or, you know, I want to, like, mention it for some other reason, or I want to say, like, oh, can we, like, um, I was at a bar in Boston, and I just was like, oh, yeah, um, you know, I have this issue, I'm gonna put my sunglasses on now, Um, and (laughs) and then somebody came up to our table and said, okay, and everybody's really drunk because it's far. bar, he comes up, he's like, so we have a bet going, are you blind or high? <laughs> <laughs> like, or like blind-ish, please leave. <laughs> <laughs> leave yeah. Um, yeah, but, and then the other thing is people will be looking at me and suddenly say like, hey, what's going on with that? Or you know make a joke My reaction will depend on What they say because If they're like Curious or like Want to know if I'm okay then I'll Be like this is what it is and then if they Respond cool I respond not Cool (laughs) (laughs) And um, But if they're a dick about it right off The bat I'll just be like Sometimes I say like it's my Party trick and sometimes I say It kind of with some acid
0: Um. (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah well you actually well you mentioned that sometimes you would put on sunglasses so that was one of my questions was if you ever put on sunglasses if the shaking's ever getting too bad or too uncomfortable
1: yeah so it's definitely the shaking I also have ocular albinism so when my eyes get irritated with nystagmus or when the lights are weird then I'm like oh I'd it's it's both for sure but it's also like extreme light sensitivity so I'll put them on then and um also sometimes it just depends I don't know if this is your experience at all it's um interesting to me to like try to parse out what is what (laughs) with my vision but like if there are like floating lights like those really thin like modern lights above me it's like I can't handle it anytime I'm like need my sunglasses on or to like keep my head down it's
0: hard for me too yeah especially if it's if it's a dark room and then it's just the lights
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
0: it's a lot they'll they'll just be moving around everywhere yeah there's
1: that too (laughs) there's definitely that where like you see an alarm clock and then you look back at it and it's like
0: (laughs) yeah that's that's sort of the common things that i hear about like anybody who i'm talking to about nystagmus they always bring up the alarm clock (laughs) <laughs> so it's funny that you bring that up we all that's have the really same fun. alarm clock exp- i'm literally gonna write down <laughs> for, for, i'm gonna write down alarm clocks so because so now i'm just gonna see if anybody brings it up in a future episode okay. you, like a reoccurring you
1: thing
0: yeah that's funny yeah so what do you do that so i guess you said you know if you're uncomfortable, you'll put on sunglasses. Is there anything Mm -hmm. else that you'll do that will kind of make the shaking go away or at least make it more manageable?
1: Yeah. So I do, I had when I was a kid, a really specific null point, like, like about like that. Now it's not as steady, like post two surgeries. It's not as easy to identify. Uh So sometimes I'll just be sitting there like trying different angles to figure out, like how to bring this into focus. Sometimes I'll like push on my eyes, like close them and push on them, and then blink a couple times, and that will help a little.
0: Um, okay. Is there anything not, that you notice makes them makes them worse? Like anything that you do that will just make them go um, crazy?
1: Um, I mean, if I try to cross them or something like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> i've noticed if i'm uh if i'm anxious or if i'm paranoid oh yeah or if there's something coming up like they'll just start going crazy too yeah and then sometimes i'll just be talking to somebody yeah Yeah, if i'm tired too and then there's sometimes i'll just be super calm and i'm just talking to somebody and we'll be talking for like 10 minutes or so and they'll just start going crazy out of nowhere uh, yeah i always
1: feel like that in, like, meetings or, like, job interviews or something like that, there, like, comes a point where it's, like, I've been concentrating so hard for so long, like, on the interview and trying to make eye contact that all of a sudden it's, like, okay, I can't see them now.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> that's that's fine. I'm going to keep rolling, but there's nothing here. <laughs> so.
0: I can kind of relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you have any issues like recognizing people's faces?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, very, very much. In college, I when I first met my husband, I would memorize what clothes he put on in the morning so that I could spot him on campus throughout Smart. the day.
0: <laughs> Smart.
1: And even now, sometimes I'm like, oh, uh, maybe I should still do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you ever have anybody come up to you and they'll be like, "Hi, Haley, um, and you're just like, who, who are you? No, I don't no idea. Know who you are. No idea.
1: But you know, I think that might be more of a me problem. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. I've had that but happen. I, where it's just, I literally feel like I know them, but I don't know. I, to me, it's because of the vision. Like I just can't, I I'm not good with faces. If I get to know you yeah. better, and yeah, I see yeah. you more often. I'll recognize your face. Okay. But if it's a one-time thing, then it's tough.
1: I see what you mean. Yeah, when I was a kid, it was really bad. There were like multiple occasions of me like grabbing on to men at church who were not my grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) People would just be like, okay, (laughs) moving on.
0: You ever hop into the wrong car when you're younger?
1: (laughs) Not quite, (laughs) almost. (laughs) Many, many almost.
0: Yeah. (laughs) ever open the door and see that it's like not one of your parents yeah
1: or like look in the window and either it's not the person or like there's stuff in there like i always get that like gut-wrenching feeling when it's like there are tennis balls in the front console this is not the right thing
0: (laughs) yeah yeah like it's so close but there's something that's slightly off and you're like oh wait a second this might not be (laughs) this might not be the move yeah yeah
1: And then when I was a kid, I also used to walk through a screen door, like this specific screen door at my (laughs) friend's house all the time, like every single time. And I still like, it happened so many times that I was like, okay, clearly this is permanent. And I still walk through any kind of door (laughs) with my hand out. Like, (laughs) okay. It was pretty embarrassing when I was seven. It's going to be much worse at 24.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do that too. I'll keep like my hand out. If I know that there's a, like a sliding glass door somewhere or a screen somewhere that I've probably walked into already. I'll kind of just like keep mm-hmm. my hand out just in case.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's definitely the move.
0: So pretty much like winding down here, I don't have too many other questions, but yeah. I was wondering, do you have any advice to and like any kids or teenagers who are struggling with this?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one big thing is like it's okay to be upset about it sometimes. Like, if you have this feeling of, like, God, like, I've always dealt with this. Why am I, like, upset about it now? Or, like, I always knew I might not be able to drive. Like, come on, just deal with it. Mm -hmm. This is kind of more mental health advice. But, like, it's okay. It sucks. It really sucks. And, like, you're not going to be upset about it forever. You'll, like, go back to being upset about something else (laughs) or doing something else. Um, But, like... It's OK to just ride that out for one okay. thing. And then the other thing I would say is like, it's also OK to be a little sharp with people about this, because if they were like staring at someone in a wheelchair and asking them, like, why they can't walk, uh, everyone in the world would be like, you're such an asshole. Like, you shouldn't be allowed in public. So I it's know. OK to be a little bit of a dick.
0: There's some double standards with that, right? I yeah. feel like for blind people or visually impaired people, like you can make fun of them in movies, but you can't yeah. make fun of somebody in a wheelchair. It's just like, yeah. hey, hey, like what about us? Like it's yeah. funny. It's not cool with them, but it's cool that you can do it with us. Like why?
1: True. It's like some disabilities don't count, you know?
0: I know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so have you have you ever met anybody in person with nystagmus?
1: don't think so um no.
0: i don't think i have either oh.
1: and i well the, the the most funny thing about that though is that the easiest way for anyone else to tell would be by looking into their eyes but i would have no idea like i would able yeah. to do it for long enough to identify it so ironically i'm the least qualified to find someone
0: else. <laughs> same here um On a lot of forums and a lot of comment sections on YouTube videos, I see a lot of parents who have just found out that their child has nystagmus and they're always very concerned about it and they've never heard about it before and they don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. What would you say to anybody in that situation?
1: Yeah, so it's funny because it's like, it's so, so hard to be a good parent and I'm like just getting to the age of like, okay wow this was really hard for you like I understand like not just like forgive you or something but like I truly understand where you were coming from on this like move um, because the thing is parents like there are some there are just so many ways to fuck up like because if you're too intense about it or you're not intense enough so I'm talking about like with interacting with your kid and like right. talking about it as you go and with like telling other people about it because it's really rough. Like my dad didn't tell this major connection that he set me up with that he is like his fraternity brother. He'd been, they'd been friends for like 30 years and he set me up with him as like, um, a connection for a really big law firm. And I was like, Oh, he's like, don't practice in Indianapolis. I was like, Oh, I can't practice in Indianapolis. He's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, it didn't feel good that my dad seemed to think it was like something we should keep a secret. But also a different kid might say, oh, it didn't feel good that my mom didn't think it was something I wanted to keep to myself. So with that, I would say like like everything in life, you probably won't be perfect. And that's okay because your kid's going to grow up and like understand better. Um, But sorry about that, parents. Uh, It's not easy. It's not easy. It really isn't. Um, But in terms of like, what does this mean? Is everything gonna be okay? Um, Can I trust these doctors? Type of thing. I would say, like, generally, yes, but with everything medical, you know, you should keep your eyes out for signs that this isn't a good doctor. You should look at reviews. You should talk to other people that you meet um, to make sure that your, your kid is going to get the best care. And then, you know, there are places, um, you know, look into like the best care for children generally, and you'll probably find the best eye doctor, um, or eye surgeon if your kid needs surgery. Um, but yeah. And, and, and listen to them. Don't, um, try to limit the period that you're in denial so that you can help your kid. Yeah. And, um,
0: was there anything specific that your parents may have done um, that made you feel more comfortable um, that you think other parents can can learn from?
1: Yeah. So my family is the type where, like, if it hurts, you laugh about it. Um, or you don't talk about it because we're very Anglo-Saxon. But if it hurts just badly enough, <laughs> then you laugh about it. And that, it always helped me to be, like, lightly made fun of by my parents um not really anybody else I agree. yeah now you know now my husband can but it's it's not a big group <laughs> that can do that um but that made it so that i could and to me it could be like yeah um my funniest jokes are my vision jokes because like nobody else can joke about it and <laughs> yeah. people people appreciate hearing like that reprieve
0: um i always dislike when somebody that i'm pretty close to kind of like makes a little joke about my eyes mm -hmm. and then you hear some sighs like oh come on man like you shouldn't have said that like to me i i encourage kind of like some jabs like that because it makes it makes you feel like you're like one with everybody else it feels like you're part of the same like the last thing you want to do is be looked at differently than everybody else oh yeah for sure yeah, and sure.
1: and, I, I, and like if I start the joking, then that's like great, and you know, but it's something to be mindful of. Also, you don't want to be too hard on people.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, okay, sounds good. Um, do you do you have like anything else that you would be interested in talking about?
1: I don't, I don't think I have any any other like really great stories, So yeah
0: okay i think i kind of much pretty much just kind of like ran through everything on the list here yeah let's see um i don't i don't really think i have anything else okay sweet well thank you for coming on
1: oh yeah thank you so much for having me this was great
0: of course yeah really great
1: to commiserate
0: yeah yeah well you know like like we were both saying earlier there's just nobody that we've met in real life Mm -hmm. who has nystagmus and it's hard to, but thankfully now because of the internet, it's easy to find other people with it. But um, yeah, if we didn't have the internet, I don't know how we would find others.
1: It's, you know, the world is so different now and that's in a lot of ways, it's a good thing because we get to have this experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm just going to end it here then. Okay. Uh, Great. Let's see. (laughs) Oh I held in the coughing all the way until now I <laughs> think <laughs> <laughs>